Are you really as broken as you think you are? Are those past? It, 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 does your past seem to always be holding you back? Well, what if I told you you weren't broken at all? That's what we're going to be talking about this week on Relaxed Mail. Welcome to Relaxed Mail, podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relax Mel. All right, so today we're going to be talking about your past events and past life experiences and how they, how we misinterpret a lot of the lessons and we be actually start trying to define ourselves by those past events. And so we're going to be really diving into that. But before we actually do, I wanted to jump into uh, the question of the week. The question of the week, if you are interested in actually being a, being read and having your question read and answered on the uh, on the podcast all you have to do is go to relaxmail.com forward slash contact and you fill out the form ask a question and i will answer it uh in uh, the order that they come in if you would rather just shoot an email over to me you can do so by go uh sending it to brian with a y at relaxmail.com and i get that whenever i receive that i will Answer that question and let you know how I would approach that particular uh, particular problem. So today's question didn't have anybody send anything in. So again, I like to dive over into core. It's full of nothing but questions. And so I go through and try to answer one or two a week or so. And this one here kind of dives back into last week's question, but I won't be able, I won't go go into it as uh, as deeply as what I did last two weeks because if you want to really go into it you've got you've got two hours of, of episode to listen to so anyhow so this week's question was why don't fathers cry and I replied with them in in this fashion and it's uh, in all reality fathers do cry we as men have emotions we all have uh, emotions we all experience emotions we all feel them. The reason that we often are not seen as crying is because as men, we are naturally set up to be, have a level of stoicism. Now we can take stoicism a little, uh, down uh, too far. And I'll get into that here just in a couple moments. But many times as men, we are looked at being the leaders of the family. Men are just naturally set to exhibit sto- stoicism. And this isn't us not feeling, but we actually understand that there are times and places for us to actually process our emotions. And we will actually process those emotions in a place, not, I'm not going to say safe place, but in a, in a time and in a place where we are able to do so. A lot of times we may be off to ourselves and we'll think about what happened and we'll process the, what those events other times we will get turned to our wives and we'll, we'll actually we'll if we have have a crying sensation come upon us we will 
turn to the, turn to our wives and we look to our wives as men for our emotional support. And that's just part of marriage is we support each other. And a lot of times we do turn to our wives for, for stuff. And we get our encouragement and our raw raws from our significant other. But also as leaders of the household, we don't cry at the drop of a hat because it can actually upset the members of the, fa- of our family. We, and we want them to know that we, they have a strong and steady foundation to, to lean upon. Now, somebody can, can, can actually turn to other people for support. And that's what guys do in general. I mean, we don't only just have our wives. We also have our inner circle of, of friends. And those are our really close friends. There's usually one or two guys that we can go to. And if we're struggling with something or if we know that they've experienced a, a problem where like if they had their, their father died or their mom died or a, God forbid, lost a child. They can actually look to those, to those people and get advice. And if, you know, emotion wells up, we know that it's, we're going to, we can, we can be vulnerable to those. A lot of times we are not going to be display our vulnerability to people we don't trust. And that's men and women, both women are not going to sit there and, and, and cry around somebody they feel are going to be attacked for, for feeling emotional. But also let this guy, this the question, uh, the person who asked the question, know that uh, you really don't want a father who cries for a just because. That'll actually cause them to put it, the dad's leadership abilities actually into question. It's like, good grief, my dad cries all the time. He's you know he's a he's a big tit bag. I mean, what's up with this? And dad cries uh, when a dad cries with when a dad cries. It's a lot of times it's more out of frustration. Yeah, there is sadness, there's mourning, grieving, and other times we are sad and we experience those emotions. All like I said, all men do. And so, but in the heat of a battle, in the heat of a moment when there's a lot of emotion flying around, you're not going to see a guy typically <clears throat> just make a snap decision in the emotion. Well, correction, you will, I have, we all have, but a lot of times. We try not to, because when you make a a decision on anything, you're going to wind up having uh, having fallout, especially when you're making a decision using the emotions as a grounds of of deciding. Now, you can make a decision on something, but if you hold off, say even 24 hours, let that emotion simmer back down and and cool off, and you try to re-examine that same problem again, you'll see a lot of the flaws in your thinking. And I actually recommend people if they're going to make a snap decision because, you know, someone cut them off or someone uh, looked at them funny. Okay. You want to go tell them off? Well, give it two hours. And then if you still feel like you need to go tell them off, then okay, you're going to do so, but be prepared for, uh, for the consequences of that action. Now there are issues where not only men, but women, when it comes to emotions, we do something that will actually will use a type of coping mechanism. Now, this could be anything to help buffer and and shove away the the emotion. Now, those aren't always typically those are very negative feeling emotions, feeling scared, feeling um, vulnerable, feeling upset about something, you know, anything that you have that's not a good, bright, bubbly feeling. It's something it's kind of 
kind of more on the negative side of, of, of an emotion, we do turn to different coping mechanisms. Now, a lot of people think, oh, yeah, that's alcohol. Men will turn to alcohol and drink all the time. Well, yeah, a lot of men will. A lot of women do, too. But there's also several others, and this is not just a this is not a comprehensive list. But there's just you know people who overeat. They're overeating because they are avoiding. They're resisting. They're they're trying to dampen down emotions that they are that they are having. Maybe they are not happy with what they look, so they just say, "Screw it, I'm going to eat more." There are, like I said, alcohol, the drugs, and it's even workaholics are a lot of times men who are able to push the the unwanted emotions away about something. Maybe they're having uh, problems at the house. Maybe they're having financial problems. So the best thing they can think of doing is not to address what their wife's fears are and and deal with the the messiness of a of a an emotional breakdown because you know their mom died or your mom died or something like that. Those times actually we some guys will actually turn to work and get lost in their work and spend hours upon hours upon hours being being a hard worker not for the enjoyment of the of the work that they're doing but they're doing it as a means of of not letting that particular negative emotion have a chance to live its life and emotions actually have a very short lifespan so live its life and experience it and realize that it's not going to kill them. Now, if they do have those types of unhealthy crutches, a lot of times it's actually good for them to go out and get some type of counseling. Or maybe they realize, hey, I need to get away from this. I want to get a uh, step away from it. You can, act, if you don't want counseling, you can do coaching. You can relax. Mel, it is, uh, is a great place to have coaching done if you are wanting to have some type of coaching and getting out of a particular crutch now so all humans themselves are actually completely different so and that's one of the beauties of of human nature yeah we are when it comes to the emotions we can be such a a a hot mess and there we make decisions depending on our emotional state and as I've said before you depending on what the circumstance is your thoughts cause your emotions and when you, those those emotions create the actions that create our results, and so we try as as humans uh, in general to to fight off those actual those times when we don't need we believe we don't need the emotions when the emotions are the the colors to our memories. That's actually what we remember. We remember the emotions. We remember having the seeing the how horrible it was that we went to that camping trip and set up camp on a in a in a field of stinging nettles and no one could go walk around outside get close to the tent without the ankles turn turning to fire you know those it's those things where yeah at the time we were miserable but we look back and we all get to laugh and that's part of the 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 fun that's the co- like I said that's the color of our memories are the emotions and so you try you don't want to run from emotions but they're they're always a good they're always wonderful to have. So, but I had to wrap that up. I actually told the the question the person who asked the questions, and I responded with with this: Humans are so different when it comes to the emotions. And though you may want to ease, see your dad, show some fragile, show that his fragile side is actually there. 
He is also wanting you to know that he can be trusted and to stand firm in the storms of life coming through that come rushing through. So don't fret if you don't see your dad cry. I bet you've actually seen your dad display other emotions. He may have been grumpy. He may have been, he may have joked. He may have had, uh, had a laugh or two. He may have, you've seen him be tender with your mom. He's been tender. He's seen him listen and, and take in what you've said. There's a lot of times that we, we see all these other emotions, but we discredit them because we're so focused in on what he's not doing. It's not showing emotions. He's not crying. Well, but he's doing other things. He is being emotional. He's being an emotional human as, as we all are. He may just not be showing the emotion that you would like for him to show. So, and I, so I told him, wrapped it up with, so hug him and love him for the flawed human that he is. And that's what we all are. We're all flawed humans. We have our emotions get in the way. We fear uh, those types of emotions. And so we try to, we don't want the bad ones. We want nothing but good, but life is, you know, 50, 50, 50% pain, 50% pleasure. So now let's get on to uh, the main topic, which has been titled, you're, you're not broken. Now, a lot of times, so many of us, so many of us actually take life and we look at it through the rear view mirror. Now, if you've ever driven, which I'm sure you have, or if you've been in a car, you realize that rear view mirror that's in the middle of the uh, windshield is just a little bit thing, maybe six inches long by probably two, three inches uh, tall. That's a little bitty space for you to see behind you. But yet the window, window in front of you is this great big, huge sheet of glass. And there's a reason for that. Yeah, you need to, you have things that happen behind you, but you don't drive. So looking at when you're, so looking, there's a reason why our windshields are so much larger. And because of that, that's why this, the saying you are, there's a reason why our rear view mirrors are so small. It's important. It's, it matters. But it's more important as to to address what is in front of you, what's happening right now. So as people, we have a problem of, of defining ourselves by our past. And I could, I could look at what, when I was growing up and when I was a young adult and all the dumb things I did that nowadays there's not a defining person, does not define who I am today. I could look and see that I was, you know, a scoundrel because, you know, there's a couple of times I cheated on, on a girlfriend that, and I, there's times that I lied to uh, my girlfriends, which cheating is a form of lying. And I used to try to keep, keep a good portion of my life very secret. And because of that, I could look at my, I could look back on how I was back then and say, I was this horrible horrible person and I could allow myself to be a victim to that, to the, those events that uh, happened to me and the events that I, that, that were, were there. And I could get myself trapped into the past and think that I was a, a broken person. And in all reality, that's not true. We're not broken. Yeah, we fall into the trap of looking into the past, focusing on, on the past, thinking that we're not good good managers. We're never going to become a person of, of 
management if you're if you're like me. I I had a moment where I was able to be kind of in a management managerial position and it lasted two months. I ended up self sabotaging it to where I couldn't I I I could actually look at that and go, dude, I'm I suck at managing. I, I'm not a I'm not a leader. I can't lead people. I wasn't even able to hold a managerial exp- uh, managerial position for for longer than two or three months. So we get ourselves caught in this in this trap of looking into the rearview mirror, and that's not a that's it's not productive, and it really doesn't serve us. You may have had a horrible childhood. You may have had parents that emotionally abused you. You uh, may have had parents who were who were just you know, in all instances, very controlling and, and didn't allow you to, to do anything that you wanted to. I could, I could easily have said, blame my, my stepmother for the lack of my economic bill and financial abilities because I wasn't able to hold on, couldn't hold on to money when I was growing up. I could look at that and go, well, I'm a horrible person. No, I, she, I couldn't do, I, she did what she did, but I can, I now know that we're still as, as a teenager that you're going to blow your money. And so she was doing something to, in what she thought as the best way to help ensure that money, the money didn't fly out of my hand. I could come up with, you know, there's, there's so many experiences that we've had in our past where we're not, if we look at it and we focus in on what those pasts are, we can try to define ourselves. And so many of us do. We, You may hear someone who introduces themselves as, hi, I'm so-and-so. And shortly shortly within the introduction, they're letting you know, hey, I'm, I'm a, a victim of some type of abuse. And yes, I'm not saying, uh, okay, I'm not saying abuse is a good thing, but it is a horrible, terrible thing that happens to us. Yet we don't have to let that define us. We can take the lessons that we learned from that and become a better person. And if you understand that, yeah, you experienced that, that tragedy, you experienced that, that horrible event. It's not, it does not define you. It doesn't make you a, a horrible person. It doesn't make you a, a, uh, the pariah that you want to view yourself as. Yeah. And even if you're living in a small town and something happens and you're, People, you know, look at you a little differently for a while. Eventually, those thoughts fade away. Those, those, the way that they act, they realize that hey, you're, you're still who you are. You're, you're, you're growing. You're developing. You're becoming. But as can you know, and I always like to look back on, like on the Lion King, Rafiki, the the baboon shaman of the of the tribe, and. When he's talking to Simba about, and Simba is looking at himself as this horrible person because his, he blames himself for the death of his father. And Rafinki says, what is, uh, takes his, takes his staff and whacks, you know, Simba on the head. And, and he asked, Simba asks, well, what'd you do that for? And it's like, what does it matter? It's in the past. It's like, yeah, but Simba's very poignant part of that was, yeah, it still hurts though. And yeah, there's going to be pain in that. Our life is pain. Our life is pleasure. It's 50% pain, 50% pleasure. As I said earlier, we all have these experiences and we can 
take those experiences and we don't have to define ourselves by them. We can learn from those experiences. We can allow ourselves, if we take responsibility of the fact that we, yeah, we experienced those and we own that, that experience, but don't let it define us. Just let it be a, be a learning instance from that. You can actually learn see that you're not as broken and damaged and you're not damaged goods you're you're a human who is learning you're a human who is becoming and you're developing into a stronger and and better person and you lived the life you were meant to live uh, which sounds really weird especially for someone who has gone through you know some type of traumatic events some type of of horrible you a lot of people will push back on that what say i'm i was supposed to have that mental anguish well yeah because of it you it's you are more experienced in in that area and so you can you're able to actually help other people to become to to get over that particular barrier but so many times we tell ourselves these stories of this is because of this i am a bad person because of that i am a I am, I'm no good because of, of who I am and you're defining who you are by what your past is then other th- as opposed to defining yourself as to who you could be. So, but you can change, especially if you sit there and you see yourself as a damaged person, you can take those instances. There's a, a great book of, called uh, what does not kill us. And it's talking about PTSD and it's not, he and he kind of read the author redefines it as not post traumatic uh, stress. It's post traumatic growth, and you can take those traumatic instances, those things that you view as being a broken person, and you can actually incorporate that into your life, and it shows that how much stronger you are. What is her name? Steen, I think her name is Christina or Christy Ennis. Was a great example that heard her over on Jekyll Wellink's podcast. Uh, and she was a kind of a tomboy for a long while. And she joined the army and went overseas to fight, I think, Afghanistan or, or in Iraq, either one, one of those places overseas. And she ended up being getting into a uh, helicopter crash, which destroyed a leg and actually even took the the butt of her of her gun and rammed it up against her chin so hard that it actually peeled her skin her the the skin and all the underlying tissue back and 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 just disfigured her and she for a long time she because of all that of all the the trauma that happened in that she ended up losing a a leg and was able to get her the reconstructive surgery but she now is so much stronger because of it she's taken that experience and she's grown from it and she's she's taken charge of what her her destiny is instead of letting the past control her so if you take responsibility for your actions and you take and you take your choices, you take your, your, and you look back upon what you've done and you can easily step back and say, well, I'm this way because of that. And no, you're this way because you made those two particular choices. And if you own those choices and you decide, all right, I'm done playing that particular game and you make a conscious effort and you start going to getting counseling, getting uh, coaching to actually get all that done, you can become a stronger, better, uh, better person where you're able to help people who 
help other people. So anyhow, that's you can you can change. You as I've mentioned before, you can change. You can become a better person. You become a different person. You can be who you want to want to be. The changes are 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 always possible. All you have to do is want to make those changes and understand that those changes as to what you think of yourself are just that the thoughts of who you are those thoughts that of you being a horrible person doesn't always doesn't match up to what anybody else thinks and so the emotions that you're fighting against the emotion the the sensations the emotions the regret the fear the shame the the fragility that you are feeling inside is are just your emotions they're not who you are they're not anything about who who what when or why you are the way you are other than you chose to make those you made those decisions and if you own that then you you take the victim mindset and you, you end up throwing it away and you become the the super person that you are meant to be so all right if you need if you want to be able to start making some changes in your life, you want to start being able to have a more more fulfilled life, one that where you're able to grab life by the horns and you're able to live life to its fullest. Those are things that can be done, and so and through coaching and through uh, groups. And if you are interested in joining either one, having a co- a coaching session with uh, with me, or if you want to join up with a mastermind group and have a, the guys in uh, the conclave of men be able to help you and be able to to build you uh, build you up and show you that you're not as, as broken as you as you think you are, then I would encourage you to go over to relaxmail.com and to join one of the, uh, join the conclave of men or if you want to have a little one-on-one coaching sessions i've got some packages that are available that you can look at and give you an option that fits you and we can we can do that by just going over to relaxmail.com and at the top you'll see either working with brian or the conclave links and follow those and you can you can become you can start taking those those hard steps that that will lead you to the life that you want. All right. So anyhow, I'm going to close this up and men, I want to thank you very much for, for listening a lot shorter this time. I know. <laughs> and so thank you again for listening. If you have any questions, you want to have ask question of the week again, go to relaxmail.com forward slash contact and uh, fill out the form or go to uh, shoot an email, Brian with a Y at, at, relaxmail.com and uh, ask a question and I will uh, I'll answer it happily answer it on on the show if you are listening to this on on iTunes through through an iPhone or iPad or any type of Apple device please go over to uh, Apple iTunes and give a rating review it's not that it gives me gets me up higher in the ratings but it gives the people who do find me and are curious about the show the the social credentials needed to actually to let them know that hey this is a good show it's it is being cranked out on a regular basis and hey i've got you know got several different uh ratings that that help and and it helps people to to see whether I'm a good show, uh, a good fit for them or not. If you are on any other platform, if you're um, on a uh, iPhone, or, uh, not iPhone, or even if you are on iPhone, and if you are 
on any device and you want to to leave a rating review another way that you can do so is by going to relaxedmail.com forward slash pod chaser that's p-o-d-c-h-a-s-e-r that can actually that will actually take you over to the pod chaser my pod chaser page and there you can leave a rating review for pod chaser and that's a, kind of an imdb of of podcasting and it's a really cool system they have set up there and it also helps people to to find new shows so and and decide if they want to listen to uh, listen to the raw X mail. Like to, I'm still wanting to grow the the community. So if you have questions, ask them. I'd love to answer them. Join us over on Facebook. We've got all our social links there too. So over at Relax Mail also. So all right, I'm babbling now. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you go. I hope y'all have a great week, and understand know that your life is 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 awesome, and it's only going to get better from here. So until next week. Man, take care. Bye.